the best part of doing a podcast is I, I, I got nothing, y'all. I'm not feeling a particularly humorous mood at the moment, which I think's kind of understandable given the past week we've had. And like the last episode, this one is completely unscripted because I got some stuff I need to get off my chest. So you are listening to Red Leg Revolution, a show about community. I'm C-Dubs. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk a bit more about the recent Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade, which legalized reproductive rights in all 50 states, despite what the individual states have to say. So, like I said, this is this is unscripted. I've got a few things that I've kind of wanted to touch on. Follow up after the past week I've seen of interactions on my Facebook, discussions I've had with my mom, with my partner, with uh, a few different people. So I just kind of wanted to, you know, bring that all to light. First, uh, I had therapy today. And we spent a large part of my therapy talking about the decision and how that affects me and my family and my friends and my comrades and how those feelings that are coming up regarding that, including some feelings of anger, some feelings of anxiety, a lot of feelings of anger. (laughs) Let's let's not uh, gild the lily here. I'm pretty pissed off about this. Luckily, my therapist is awesome. Um, I, I'll straight up, I, well, I would do a plug, but I don't know if my therapist would appreciate that, given the nature of the show, even though I know their politics are similar to mine. So I will just say, if you are in the Kansas City area and need a good telehealth therapist, get in my DMs, because I got a name for you. But anyway, yeah, we were talking about how I'm dealing with all this, and I realized a lot of things um, that this this does affect all of us. And even though it's framed as 100% a woman's issue or a uterus haver's issue, at the end of the day, it it applies to so much more. Now we've also seen some other really questionable decisions come down from the Supreme Court, generally on a six to three vote, including things like the inability to sue a cop if they don't redo your Miranda rights. That doesn't apply in a criminal way, but in a civil way, they've decided that is not negligence that could cause you to sue. They also ruled yesterday that the Native American reservations, which are sovereign nations under multiple treaties and multiple policy, The Supreme Court ruled that they are, in fact, subject to the jurisdiction of the state they're located in. So colonialism just doesn't stop, y'all. There was also the case of the, I believe, Texas football coach who was praying in public, and he was exonerated and said that was okay. From what I understand, I've been tied up in the row thing, so I haven't looked too deep into most of these, but from what I understand... He wasn't making his uh, team pray with him, but anybody who's played any type of extracurricular high school sports knows that not praying with your coach is not going to end up well for you, and it's coercion, pure and simple. So, yeah, 
the Supreme Court is kind of sucking a lot of ass lately. I saw a great meme on Facebook that said, I've had crunch wraps that are more supreme than this court, and I generally tend to agree. I firmly believe that the Supreme Court is one of the most undemocratic institutions we have in this country, and without getting into all the history and politics of all the other undemocratic institutions, the sheer fact that the Supreme Court is not subject to recall and we haven't amended the Constitution to make it so really shows me the dystopian nightmare that we live in. Essentially, three of the justices during their confirmation hearing said that they would not challenge or overturn Roe, and then they turned around and did it, which to me is perjury before Congress. But where are you going to take that case to? I mean, it's going to get appealed all the way up to the Supreme Court. And since the powers that be don't want to shake their own power foundations, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't expect the Biden administration to do anything in repercussion to the perjury of three Supreme Court justices. So, something else that I got into a heated discussion with, a lot of you know me in real life, you, you know me on Facebook, you know that I have very, very little faith in voting. And I've been sharing some memes to that extent because I do strongly feel that participation in this system is what got us here and it legitimizes the system that gave us these horrible rulings. So in the process of that debate, I was talking to a friend of mine who I greatly respect And I recommended he listen to the episode I did with Comrade Galen a few months ago about voting. And I told him that I come off more pro-voting in that episode. Well, I listened to that episode just the other day. And as much fun as I had hanging out with Galen, I realized that it did come off a lot more anti-voting than I want to... I want people to think of me. So I don't think... Voting is the end-all to be-all, and I feel like it's often used as a foil for actual direct action and solidarity. I also think it's ineffectual at the federal level, as we've seen in the Supreme Court, the appointing, how all the politics played out, all the things that could have been done to protect reproductive rights. I also realize that the last episode I did, given that I was in a heightened emotional state, I talked a lot of shit on voting, and I, I want to make it very clear that even though I don't like the idea of voting for horrible people to run this country at a national level, voting is so important on a state level and on a local level. And a perfect example of that, and I touched briefly on this in the last episode, is um, the vote no in Kansas here coming up on August 2nd. I'm not a lawyer. I am going to not do this whole little story justice, but the Kansas Supreme Court decided a few years ago that reproductive rights was an inalienable right in the state of Kansas, but as usual, it wasn't codified. It wasn't put into our constitution. And now the forced birthers are trying to have a constitutional amendment that says otherwise. So 
the last day to register for voting in the state of Kansas in 2022 is July 12th. If you haven't already registered to vote or checked your registration to make sure you are legal to vote, I, I beg you, please do so. I honestly think that it's the constitutional amendment is probably going to pass. I hope I'm wrong. I really, really do. But all we can do at this point is to vote against it. So vote no on August 2nd. And this shows us the importance of voting in local elections. So the Roe decision affects all states. But if you live in a state where voters have succeeded in protecting a person's right to choose, then Roe is ineffectual. Well, I mean, the overturn of Roe is essentially ineffectual. And we'll have yet to see how laws like that in Texas play out in states where it's legal. So voting does matter. We need to vote, particularly at the state level. Either vote for reproductive right measures or make sure you're voting for politicians who support reproductive rights. I'm not a single-issue voter. I, I'll be the first to admit that. Nobody runs on any single issue with a policy position that I could get behind as a single issue. So I look at everyone's record when it comes to voting for representatives. The nice thing about uh, initiatives or referendums is that it's not a politician that we're being asked to endorse, it's a policy. And Kansas doesn't have a lot of control for the people so I'm pretty stoked that we at least have an opportunity to defeat this at the ballot box. Again, vote. Register your friends to vote. Post about it on social media. Go out and do some street activism for it. I'm thinking about going and busking. I've got a sign with a QR code to register people to vote. I may be downtown trying to hit the people who are celebrating the 4th of July. I know a lot of people are making an effort to not celebrate the 4th of July this year due to the lack of freedom in this country, and I can't say I blame them. I'll probably be celebrating revolution. I love the 4th of July. It's like my second favorite holiday. And it's weird, as much as I detest this country and the policies that it puts at home and abroad, I'm a big fan of revolution and barbecue. And I like things that explode. I, I don't do fireworks, but... You know, I'm down with doing local local firework displays, although that's a whole nother can of worms because it apparently really messes up the wildlife. So, yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a short break because, you know, capitalism and we have to monetize everything. So when we come back, we'll talk about some more of this row stuff and... See where the conversation takes us. So thanks for sticking around, and we will be right back. But first, here's some ads. Hey, capitalism sucks, but Revolution Records, Kansas City's old school record and bookstore, is part of my community. When I'm in Kansas City and need a book or a copy of a local band's album, I go to Revolution Records. Revolution has a great selection of posters, books, records, tapes, and zines. Plus, they repair music and sound gear. That's pretty dope. 
Most importantly, Revolution Records is part of the community beyond being a small business. The staff does a great job maintaining an inclusive, accepting, and respectful atmosphere, and they also are active in making Kansas City a better place. Community fundraisers, workshops, events, and meetings all have taken place at Revolution Records, and that's just the stuff I was involved in. So the next time you need a new record to spin or your speaker breaks, go check out Revolution Records, located 1830 Locust Street, Kansas City, Missouri, or at revolutionrecordskc.com. Deep in the swamps of Florida. Honey, is that a new plant? He dwells, waiting. Where did those seeds come from, honey? Silently. Oh my God, what is that thing? Sending seeds and stickers across the country. Ah! And spreading solidarity. Have you lost your mind, honey? We can't move to a sustainable commune in upstate New York. What's wrong with you lately? There's no stopping him. The Mighty Skunk Ape is on Facebook, and he's on a mission. Anarchy! No! Coming to a post office box near you, the Skunk Ape Liberation Union. talk a bit about bodily autonomy. I know everyone is angry right now, particularly those with uteruses, and I see a lot of memes that are calling for mandatory vasectomies, which I think everybody who's not trying to have a baby who has a penis should probably go get a voluntary vasectomy. I'm looking into getting one myself. The issue for me is the lack of insurance, so it really ties back to the universal health care. If I had universal health care, I would already have one scheduled. So I am looking into that. But back to bodily autonomy. I've seen a lot of people posting memes saying we should do that. And while I understand the sentiment, I understand the anger that drives that sentiment, I think, number one, it's really distasteful given the fact that if you're a black person or an indigenous person in this country, you've already had your reproductive freedoms taken away in ways that white people can hardly even fathom. And so it's really particularly crass to call for those same policies being enacted on everyone, right? And then further, I hate to say it, because it's so messed up with the patriarchy and how our system's built. But at the end of the day, we have to get fence-sitting men to support this cause. Not men like me, not men like my comrades, not people who are out there actively speaking up or actively working against these unjust laws. We have to get the fence-sitters, just like in elections. You shouldn't waste a whole lot of time in elections trying to convince the other side. You should try to convince the people who don't vote, whether it's they don't vote morally or they don't vote because they don't have time. You're wasting your time trying to get a conservative to go against this stuff, whereas you can increase the voter rolls and get them on your side. So you lose a lot of power in the message when you start to say, I'm for bodily autonomy, but... And I understand that it's trying to get uh, equality. It's trying to prove the hypocrisy of these laws. I agree. It's messed up. 
men shouldn't be legislating women's bodies and no one should be legislating anyone's bodies, whether it's men, women, anyone in between, white, black, indigenous, anyone. At the end of the day, the only right that we truly should have, guaranteed, inalienable, is the right to do what we want with our own bodies. So you really lose a lot of power in that message if you're sending that message out there. You're really alienating a lot of the same people that we need to get on our side for measures like the vote no to succeed. Speaking of indigenous people and black people, I also see a lot of Handmaiden's Tales memes going around. Full disclosure, I've never read or seen The Handmaiden's Tale. I hear it's a great book. I am not here to dump on The Handmaiden's Tale. I am here to point out, though, that pretending like reproductive control is a new thing because it is once again happening to white women really denigrates the struggles and the efforts of minority communities that this has and still been happening to. I just saw the other day that there are forced sterilization programs in a lot of the United States. And I don't care who you are, you shouldn't have any right to sterilize anyone. And we should be fighting that as much as we can. So I think maybe we tone down the Handmaiden Tale rhetoric and kind of look at history and point out the flaws and the immorality involved in that rather than a fictional dystopia that yes we are marching frequently toward but let's be honest and look at where we're coming from to begin with speaking of the handmaiden's tale i believe that there is a very active resistance movement in that book and if you choose to continue talking about the handmaiden's tale let's focus less on the dystopia and more on the resistance movement that from what the wikipedia said eventually brought down this Christo-fascist regime. Christo-fascist. Christo-fascist? I need to hear that word. Anyway, they finally brought down that regime. Again, voting is important. We should do it. We should definitely do it in the upcoming election to protect reproductive rights in Kansas. At the same time, don't think that your work is done with voting. There is so much we need to do to protect uterus havers in our community and that's donating like i went over in the last episode that's donating to uh programs that are already existing to make sure that access is safe that's assisting people in your community and your network trying to make sure that they have the material needs they need there's a lot of things that we can do direct action and just I, I implore you to start building that solidarity and that sense of mutual aid so that we can help one another out in these horribly, horribly dark times. One thing that is not helpful, though, is telling people to vote with their feet. As much as I would like to think we lived in an equitable United States where anyone could pick up and move to a state that has more favorable policies. There's a lot of issues with that. Number one, it's a privileged position. It takes a lot of privilege and a lot of money and a lot of capital in other ways to be able to pick up and leave and start anew in a new state. I've done it a couple times and I did it when I was young and I had nobody counting on me and I was able to do that. But it was not something that I could do now as an adult. I have kids, I have jobs, I have 
organizational activities, I can't just pick up and leave. Although I've thought about it. Not leaving the state, but leaving this country. Because to me, as a organizer and a leftist, it's starting to feel very early Germany in like 1930. So I'm definitely looking at alternative ways if it gets to the point where I need to go before I'm sent to an ice camp. So, but not everybody can do that. And you definitely have a hard time doing that with a lack of privilege. Further, as many problems as I have with the politics of this state, it's where I grew up. I love this state. I've been fighting in this area for years and years and years. And it seems honestly like kind of a chicken shit move to be like, I've got the privilege. I'm out. Good luck fighting this, right? We're all in this together. Eugene Debs famously said, as long as there is a soul in prison, I am not free. That's how I feel. Yes, I could theoretically pick up and move to a more reproductive, friendly state or a state that's more friendly to cannabis or a state that has universal health care. But what kind of douchebag would I be to pick up and leave my friends in this hellscape to go make my lot better? I can't do that. I have to look at myself when I shave once every two weeks or whatever. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror if I knew I picked up and left and all my friends are still back here fighting the good fight. During the uprising of 2020, when I was tear gassed the second time, I bailed. I dealt with a lot of shame after that because of this exact thing. I knew my comrades were still in the trenches, were still being attacked with batons, with rubber bullets, with tear gas, and I left them. I've worked through a lot of this. Thank you to my community who gave me those words of encouragement I needed that night and the subsequent nights. But I bring it up because to me, it's the same thing. Yeah, we all got tear gassed once. Are you going to bail and let your friends get tear gassed? Or are you going to stand there and you're going to get tear gassed with them? Because I highly, highly encourage you to stand there, to work together, to do what we can to change the world that we have immediately around us to change our communities and make them safer for everyone, not just you. Yeah, I, I feel like there's probably more that I want to add. Um, I know that the Supreme Court sucks and nothing will be done about it. And I know that we all need to be making sure we're helping each other out however we can. And in a lot of ways, that's something as simple as holding space for your friends and your family and your community, particularly if you're a non-uterus haver. They're coming after a lot of other things next. They've already indicated that they're going to come after birth control. They're going to come after same-sex marriage. They're eventually going to go after the right to have sex in your own home. I talked about it a bit in the last episode, but the right to privacy laws that all these rulings were based on is now null and void. So they're just going down the list, conspicuously leaving out interracial marriage, which, I mean, is probably a good thing because the last thing people in interracial marriages need right now is legal discrimination again. But given the fact that Clarence Thomas is in an interracial marriage, you know, I don't know. It's kind of the same thing as the vasectomy thing. I've seen a few posts about 
how they need to go after interracial marriage so that it will invalidate Thomas's marriage. And I'm like, bro, not a good look. We don't want to invalidate interracial marriages, even if the ones in the interracial marriages are a corrupt fascist bastard who also needs to be pointed out, Joe Biden as a senator, championed very heavily for, bullied and attacked Anita Hill. And basically, we got Clarence Thomas thanks to the efforts of your current president, who also made no effort to push the Democrats to codify this, why they still could. But I'm not, I'm not going to go dog on voting. Go vote. It's the midterms uh, coming up in November. I would suggest going and voting. Not that I think anyone we vote in is going to actually change anything, but it's a stopgap maneuver. It's better to have people who will basically drag down the efforts to take away more and more of our rights versus those who are actively complicit in it. Okay, that's it. I... I took a mental health day today. I'm going to go back to cleaning my house, but I figured I would get a few of those thoughts on the wax, so to speak. You're listening to Red Leg Revolution, a show about community. I'm C-Dubs. You can find us on the social media at Red Leg Revolution for pretty much everything. Red Leg Pod on Twitter, although I'm horrible about updating that. And Help me grow the audience. Facebook is my primary advertising because it's the one I know how to work and they don't like my show because of the title. So if you could tell your friends about my show, maybe send them a few links, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. I really feel like as we go further into the future, the messages that I will hopefully be bringing you of community knowledge and solidarity will become more and more important as we go on. And the more people that we can share it with, the more effect that we can have on the community. And that's the end goal of this, affecting our community through our interpersonal relations, because our only hope is each other. Fuck the Supreme Court.